Welcome to another episode of One-on-One -on -one with Patrick. Yes, in this series, you'll hear me having conversations with guests, just like any of the millions of podcasts out there. But there's a twist to this one. Here, you get to be a fly on the wall in a one-on-one -on -one web design coaching session. I'm not speaking with industry experts, leaders, gurus, or influencers. I'm talking to people like you. People who are still in the very early stages of their web design business journey. People who have questions, concerns, struggles, or simply need some motivation. I hope you'll find it useful. Let's dive in with today's session. Hello. Hello. Should I say good evening? It, yeah, it's quite, uh, quite dark there. Uh, is it Aravind? Aravind? Aravind. Yes. Aravind. Okay. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How are you doing? Good. It's a good day. So how are things? Uh, you're in Thailand, right? Yes. It's, I'm in Thailand right now. Maybe you can, we can start by just, you can tell me a little bit about uh, your web design journey so far and, and where you're at. I am a UI designer before, like uh, four years ago. I used to work with a French company in my hometown. I create UI in Photoshop, then I pass it to development team and they develop the HTML and the front end. So I used to be like more into design. And later I started to create a little bit, very simple HTML page. Then I got into WordPress. To learn about uh, how to set up the theme and uh, trying to purchase the theme from the theme forest and uh, setting up the website. I did a uh, quite good website with uh, some friends. And uh, after I started to travel, I left India like two years ago, then I started to travel. During the travel, I was doing graphic design and website management for the, the people's like uh, restaurants and uh, hotels. I was like doing kind of exchange. Then uh, finally, I came to Thailand and uh, I was working here with a, it's a different field like meditation and yoga. And also inside by side, I was doing graphic design and website for people who is they need website. At the moment, uh, I decided to be more into digital. So I'm trying to focus more into web design business because the world is more going into internet and digitalized. And these days I'm building website using a DB theme. And if the client wants some customized website, then I can uh, design the interface in uh, Photoshop. Then I, I hire some HTML front-end front -end people to develop the site and host. But mainly I'm working with WordPress these days. Also, there are a lot of interesting platforms like Webflow and Discovering, but uh, I don't know. There are this is like a lot of options like Elementor, Webly, and uh, there are many platforms like DB. But I'm I started with the DB Builder. I'm using DB Builder right now. All right. Um, so WordPress and DB. You said something about how you did exchanges with uh, hotels and restaurants. When you're yeah. like building what like were you building websites for them not the website just the graphics part and the photography sometimes if they need some changes to the website because they are not used to like technical things so at the time i just help them to 
correct their website, some FTP, it's like manual, their website were in PHP. So okay. I did a little bit programming and uh, just very little bit. So what was the exchange? Like, was it something mm-hmm. like uh, they would let you stay in the hotel for free and then you can you can do work for them or how did that yeah, work? Okay. Yes, I, they would let me to stay and they can they would provide me some food because when I started to travel, I did not have money. I was just uh, hitchhiking and uh, traveling in the truck, traveling by cheap train. That's how I started to travel right now. Wow left India. It's been two years now. I'm living in Thailand. I came here for two weeks and uh, I find some exchange here. Then uh, I started to work for these people. Now I live in Thailand. That's cool. Good for you. Yeah, Yeah, that's uh, especially the fact that you're willing to start doing that uh, when you didn't have a lot of money and you but you were willing to take the chance and go on an adventure. Uh, And that's pretty smart to kind of do an exchange of services to get uh, with restaurants and hotels. Um, yeah. to get a, get a place to stay and get some food and then uh, you do a little work for them. That's, that's a good idea. That's the first time I've heard someone doing that. Um, so what's your, what's your biggest struggle right now then? How can I help you? My biggest struggle is uh, how to land a client, like a good client. And uh, I'm also like, like a lot of distractions, like there's elementary theme builders and the uh, DB and different, different option like Webflow. And uh, now I was thinking, should I stick with the uh, one platform like DB Builder or uh, I should try to use different technically that one. Also like the main challenge is the finding a client and working with the client. That's usually the biggest challenge for most people <laughs> is getting yeah. clients. Also the price. The price? Like the setting the price, I'm trying to oh, okay. set up and I am mm-hmm. from a different market like India. And uh, when I started to work with people from Europe, in the beginning, I was doing it like very low price. And uh, I realized that after like my friends, I asked my friends how much they charge there. I was really shocked. And uh, then I'm learning from like uh, how they charge per hour and that price, the good price. Right. Okay. So, how much were you? Uh, how much were you charging for these European clients? I charge at the moment. I charge around uh, seven hundred dollars, seven hundred euros, or six hundred euros. It's just the beginning, but I wanted to charge like minimum nine hundred. Okay, and and what would they get for six hundred or seven hundred euros? Like, how big of a site? They get um, a WordPress website. That the blog and uh, and newsletter integration. And also okay, like, so so you didn't actually so it didn't matter how many like how many pages it was or you know so for six hundred seven hundred euros is it was it just like a flat rate a flat fee regardless of how much work was involved? It was like it was like five page and if they need extra it will be like hourly. There is option like. Hourly, or I can charge like a uh, hundred euros per page, something like that. Okay, gotcha. Mm. All right, well let's let's do one of these at a time. So you you said you want to get tips on how to get clients. So there's a number of different ways to get clients. Mm. Um, what's most important though is is being crystal clear about what you're offering. So regardless of whether you're you're getting leads through uh, SEO 
or social media or going door to door to knock on people's homes or businesses or hotels or restaurants. Mm-hmm. You have to be crystal clear about what you're offering, the value, right? Yeah. So I was doing a little digging through your current website. What's immediately clear to me is that it's not clear what you're offering. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have, a, you have a number of different things there. And I, and I, get, and I get what you were trying to do um, because you have a lot of different interests. Yeah. You know, so there is, uh, you had some like web design, photography. I think I saw some little thing about videography as well. And then you also have wellness and uh, meditation uh, and those types of services. And it's all kind of blended in under, under your one brand. Yeah. I could see how that would cause some confusion. It's, it's essential to, like I said, be crystal clear. Like, we might feel like we're being obvious about what we're offering and what we're selling, but it's amazing how much we have to, I don't want to say dumb down, but we really have to make it so simple for people uh, so that they know exactly what they're, what they're getting from us the moment they land on our page. So based on right now, what are the services you are currently trying to offer as under your, uh, under your brand, you know, your brand was a uh, nomad out right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what is nomad out What are you selling? I create website. I do graphic design and I'm trying to offer like a package, like, a like I'm trying to work more independent. So if I work with a client, they get like complete package of service, like photography and the website and design. So it's like from the branding to the website, like complete. So that is what I'm trying to offer. So you're trying to do kind of like an all in one package, like a, a website, graphic design, photography and branding. Yes. Okay. So that's good. That kind of all falls under the, the same umbrella, same category where you kind of lose me is when you start offering, I see on your website, you have meditation coaching, yeah. you have uh, online course creation and you have social media management. Do you feel like you have expertise in all of those areas that you're, that you're on an expert level for all in of the those? meditation? Yeah. But in the meditation field, I had a facilitator course. I've been working with the school for two years. I teach meditation daily in the morning, although it's like a kind of active meditation, moments meditation. So I was doing that meditation. It's not like working all day. It is just the morning practice and evening. And the rest of the time I work with the computer. And uh, here, like, uh, I work in this niche of yoga, meditation, and wellness. And I live in this island. There is like, uh, like hundreds of yoga schools and there are a lot of yoga teachers and wellness therapies so my aim was to focus more on this kind of people so that is why i wanted to like go only target like yoga and meditation kind of people sure okay um so that's that's the meditation side of it but what about everything else do you feel like you're an expert at social media management at course creation I can uh, do the basics, like if they need like more, like for example, if they need like more with social media, like in depth, then I would hire my friend to do the social media management with expertise. But if they need like the basic setup, like 
maintaining their media social media page because this is they are not consistency in like with the content and uh, like managing the accounts so i would just uh, take care of that account like i work with a few yoga teachers so i'm managing their facebook they get any response reply okay yeah so you'd probably outsource some of that you'd offer the service and you'd hire a one yeah. of your friends or a, a, a team member. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but what I would recommend, especially when you're first starting out, is really consolidate, simplify what you're offering. I really like the you know web design and graphic design and even photography. They kind of fall under the same umbrella. People that need a website will, will naturally need some graphic design. That's part of web design. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest uh, keys to great websites is the images that are used. So photography can often be something that's mm -hmm. naturally included in that as well, especially when it comes to e-commerce websites. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend just sticking with those three services right now. Okay. Um, get rid of the online course creation, get rid of the social media management, uh, and remove the meditation thing. Okay. If you want to offer those if you want to offer the meditation services, I would recommend setting up a separate website for that okay. just because it doesn't fit in at all with the other services you're offering yeah. and it can create confusion for people that are looking for a website and they'll start thinking, well, if he's a really great web designer, why is he also doing meditation or yoga teaching in classes? Like that's a wholly separate um, yeah. industry, right? It's a totally different yeah. niche. Yeah, that's true. So for sure, if you've, still want to offer those services, I would, you know, do that, but do it on a separate website, like a separate brand. Yes. Um, and then you can focus everything around all the content you make regarding meditation and, and yoga and that stuff centered around that. Yeah. Um, and then everything that's centered around your website services, which seems to be your, your primary goal is to grow that yeah. all of your content on your main site will be yeah. focused towards selling web design services. Mm -hmm. and graphic design and photography. So to do that, I noticed that you, you basically have two sites here. So you have a, your main domain, nomadadavine.com, and then the subdomain work.nomadadavine.com. Can you uh, tell me why you decided to do that? Because when I started to travel, it was about like to share the travel experience and also it was just about like my plan was to have it have nomadarvin.com as like a blog and uh, where I share my travel experience also technical experience. So if people are interested to support my travel journey, they can also work with me. I offer this this service to to travel and uh, it helped me to travel. That is why I created work that nomad Arvin. So people there will be like more followers and. Uh, followers can be converted into client and in that right. way, I, yeah. that's a good idea it's a good idea uh it just gets a little messy as so now you have to start to figure out how do you want to organize this and the and the visual journey that your visitors take hmm. um because i i did something similar i have my main website rapidweblaunch.com that's where i have all my web design services uh website management seo uh, blog design services they're all listed there that's my main yeah. site yeah. my blog is actually it's literally hosted on a separate wordpress site it is basically a, a separate site 
uh, within my same domain, just like you did. It's blog.rapidweblaunch.com. And I did that because for a similar reason, a lot of the stuff I might be writing about or uh, creating on my blog might not fit 100% into web design, the services that I'm offering. But there, I, I had some other interests that I kind of wanted to, to write a little bit about some like personal development or growth stuff and just general marketing in business. So I, that's why I kind of se- I set them up as separate sites. It just comes down to what your priority is though, the structure of it. So like right now, if I go to uh, your main site, nomadadavine.com, uh, I land on your homepage and the first thing it the, says is just singing bowls. So to me, so to me, what you've done basically is you've kind of reversed it. I feel like your main, your services, what you're trying to sell, should be on nomadadavine.com, your main, your main site, and then your blog should be on something like blog.nomadadavine.com. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Just because if you if someone is finding you for the first time. Hmm. Like they'll, they'll often do that through your blog. That's true. Um, but if I'm, if I want, like I said, when you, when someone lands on a site and they're looking for services, it has to be so clear within a few seconds of what it is you're offering. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't get that when I land on your site right now. Um, it, your site, your main site is your blog and what should be your blog is, is kind of your main site with the services you're offering. I never thought in this perspective, I thought like, it's a whole website, but um, yeah, it can change. Yeah, I, I get. What you, I totally get what you're trying to do. Like, I I understand the the flow you're going for. The other problem is the subdomain work dot nomad Um Oftentimes, the subdomain called work yeah. is usually meant to be just a temporary site. It's like it's like a staging site. Mm. So when I first landed there, I actually thought that this was like your old site that you just forgot to remove when you, when you launched your, your main site. Mm. I didn't realize it took me a while. Only once I started digging through did I realize, Oh, this is actually like his blog. Like it's his, his brand kind of. So the, just the name work, yeah. uh, I would definitely not use that. It implies uh, that it's like a staging site. Like it's a temporary site mm. um, before you actually launch it. Mm. So a subdomain like blog is pretty good. It, uh, it makes it quite obvious because um, people know what a blog is, <laughs> but they don't know necessarily what work means. So it was like, a, maybe I can also get a, a domain and full name like Nomad Arvind Business, Nomad Arvind Digital Service.com. Or it just, my name is enough. Right. So, well, I like your brand. I like Nomad Adavine. It's, it's catchy. It's a nice logo. Um, it's unique. It's your name. Like, I, I really like it. Um, yeah, I think you just kind of have to get a little more clear and, and distill what it is you're offering uh, and what you, because even when I go to your, so when I, I'm at your work.nomadadavine.com right now, the, the site that you're using to sell services. You have a, a page called Payment. Payment, yes, that I recently created to to do the payment to do online, so people can book for the service. Like, uh, like the, for the website, I'm still like uh, learning about uh, integrating the payment things with the uh, PayPal. 
So I just uh, created that a week ago. Okay. So the plan was to, so people can book the service, like package, they can pay online. So you're trying to basically productize your service. Yeah. So, so you're not, you're not going for the, um, like when you, when you build websites, are you, you're, you're going for the flat fee instead of doing uh, quotes based on each project. I also planning to, I quote, like if the site is like very, very customized, if the requirements is like a little bit different from normal site, like even today I made a plan like to make a site for package of like 600 US dollar and it's a, it's a website with a contact form, social media integration, email integration and a, mm. like a small basic SEO. So I can make, maybe I add this into the, into the payment or store. Not a bad idea to, to productize your service because people do get tired of the back and forth of quotes and the custom this and that. A lot of web designers, a lot of web design agencies are moving towards that model where they're, you know, they're like for 500 bucks, this gets you this, a thousand, you get this, 2000, you get this, and et cetera. So mm. that's, that's a good idea if you can do it. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, really, again, simplifying it. So I wouldn't recommend you have a dedicated separate payment page. What you should have instead is, so, okay, so right now you have, let's say we're, we're talking about those three services you're offering again, web design, graphic design, photography. Exactly. E you should have a dedicated landing page for each one of those services. Okay. Right? Because right now it's just, you have a page that says uh, digital services Hmm. And, it, and, it, and it mentions a paragraph for each one. Yeah. That's, that's not enough content, uh, especially hmm. when it comes to SEO. You want to have a, a dedicated landing page for each service that you offer. Okay. And then think of that page as like a funnel that you're trying to get your visitor hmm. to get to the call to action at the bottom, which is to buy or request a quote, whatever, whatever you're trying to go for. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like a funnel down to... Uh, getting them to do that one call to action, which is essentially to buy. Yes. So I would split up your services page into those, a dedicated page for each service. And then that call to action, your payment will be there. So instead of having a, a separate payment page for all your services, you'll take your payment for web design and put it on your web design page. You'll take your payment for uh, mm. photography and put it on your photography page you know, et cetera. Yes. And it all funnels down to that. And rather than having a separate page again for portfolio, I would, I mean, you could do that, but personally, again, you want to imagine that your visitors are only going to go to one page on your site. Yeah. They shouldn't have to click around to anything else to find what they need. So if I'm a potential client and I'm like, uh, searching for a graphic designer in Bangkok, or I don't know what part of Thailand you're in, but we'll just say <laughs> graphic designer in Thailand. Um, and you pop up, your graphic design page shows up. I click on it and it takes me down this landing page for graphic design. Everything I need to see should be there. So all your testimonials for clients you've done graphic design for should be on that page. Your portfolio for all of your graphic design clients you've done should be on that page. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, the, the payment for that should be on that page. Everything should be on that one page. Mm 
Hmm. And this applies to every service. So let's say I'm searching for web design in Thailand. Hmm. Your website, your web design page should have everything I need. Your testimonials are specific to websites, clients you've made websites for. Same thing, portfolio yeah. of websites you've made, and etc. Do you? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Clearly. Yeah, and that's you're just really trying to get in the headspace of how people, what their journey is online, how they find you, and if you're, especially when it comes to SEO. If that's your, if that's going to be your main way to try to get clients, you have to think about, okay, what is the person thinking about when they Google this? You know, just, you know, kind of put yourself in their shoes. If you're looking for a web designer, what do you do? You Google it. You're looking for this, this, and this, you want pricing. You want mm. someone who has experience, someone that has uh, testimonials, reviews, you know, mm. that has credibility. And someone that, you know, it needs to look good. They need to be able to, their own website should obviously look good if they're a web designer, right? So those are kind of the main things you want to see if you're going to hire a designer. If you needed like to take a break to take notes or something, it's okay. You don't, don't feel like you need to, <laughs> don't feel like you need to rush or anything. Make sense? Yeah, it makes pretty clear. I'm glad. Yeah, that's, I mean, that just comes down to practice, years of, of practice and, and refining and tweaking. I still do that. I actually just redesigned my website a week ago. I changed the, the structure. I, I added a navigation menu for the first time. For years, I never bothered having a navigation menu because I always thought about you know this, the dedicated page funnels. But now that I've grown to a certain level, it made sense to show navigation at the top because I offer additional services now outside of just traditional website design, like website management, maintenance, um, SEO, stuff like that. So it made sense to have that at the top. But um, point being, you never stop refining, tweaking, learning. Sometimes you try a new thing and it doesn't work. And you're like, oh, that didn't work. And you go back and you say, okay, why didn't that work? And you just research and it, you never stop growing. You never stop learning and, and getting better. So it just comes down to practice. Um, yeah. So uh, any other uh, questions? Yes. Also, one more question, like how I can promote myself, like uh, to land a new client and uh, through social media, for example, I have a Facebook page and what type of content I can share, like uh, how I can reach mm. many people. And, uh... Yeah. So that's social media is tricky these days. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't use social media a lot. I really don't like social media. <laughs> I, I get why a lot of people like it and I get why a lot of people recognize it's, they may not even like it very much, but they realize it's necessary. I understand that too. Um, but it does, unless you're willing to pay for ads, it takes mm -hmm. time to build up a following. We all know that, right? So mm -hmm. it really comes down to patience. As far as type of content, again, I would try to keep your audience in mind. If you're looking to get clients, you know, they're not really going to care as much about your, your pictures on the beach in Thailand with a laptop. Uh, they're going to want to see evidence of your work and, and even evidence of what you're doing to improve your work. You know, if you're taking a course on something or if you're, uh, you know, tweaking something on your website that day, post a picture about it. It might seem a little too transparent. You might be nervous about doing that, but I think that's the only way uh, people connect these days. You have to be more transparent and honest about 
what you're doing and people connect on that because no one's perfect and we're all at different stages of skill levels and in our journeys and um, just being open about what you're doing and the work you're doing can really go a long ways. If your audience is your, for your blog and you're looking to get other digital nomads to follow you, then pictures like you on a beach in Thailand with your laptop, they'll, they'll appreciate that more, right? Rather than your client, your potential client. So you always have to be thinking, if I, why am I posting this? Who is my ideal audience? Who do I want to, to see this? it's my objective mm. i don't have a lot of experience in social media like i said my focus has always been with seo that's where i've put all my most mm. of my eggs in that basket there um because i think it's it's a long-term goal but it's mm. that's why it's more valuable because once you get it to a certain level uh mm. it almost be, it becomes like an automated lead generation machine like i don't have to do that's where i get all my leads is through people finding me through Google, through various channels. Mm. Also, it's very catchy, rapid web launch. So everybody wants lunch. Thank you. Yeah, I sometimes I'm like, I, it's nice to hear that because sometimes I'm like, I cringe. I'm like, oh, should I change, have done a different name? Like this, it, it's like, sometimes I don't feel like it. Sometimes I feel like it's catchy. Then other times I'm like, oh, I wish I'd done something different. But I, 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 the one thing I do regret is doing the rocket. Cause there's too many rockets. That's the, that's my biggest recommendation to you. Don't, don't do rockets. <laughs> there's too many, every web designer, every digital service, every software company is rockets. And I, I didn't really realize it at the time. Mm. And I, but I made it such a central part of my brand that frankly, I don't really feel like changing right now. <laughs> I've built up a brand around it. So it is what it is, but at least, like you said, rapid web launch. It's a, a unique name, a unique brand name. So I'm, I'm okay with it for now. We'll see what the future holds. So uh, we have time for maybe one more question if you have one, or if you need to take notes, then then yeah. go ahead. <laughs> it was uh, about the platform. Like um, which platform? It's like uh, I'm using uh, DB. I recently bought the the lifetime access. So I am designing the website using the builder. So I found Elementor and there are different tools and uh, I don't know like, uh, should I stick to one tool or should I also work with a different tool? What do you recommend? The tool you use to build websites is not nearly as important as learning the core function fundamentals of web design. The tool is much less important because you can build websites, like you said, with a lot of different tools. And they all have, you know, some of them will have their own unique features and some might be easier to use than others. And, you know, there's, there are obviously are, are differences between them, but it's more important to invest in learning how websites are built, what makes a great website, user experience, you know, uh, performance, trying to make a website that loads really fast. Mm. Those, those things matter more than what tool you're using. The other thing is you have to pick a tool and then stick with it. Cause a lot of people get, they, they kind of get frozen in trying to choose. Like, oh, I don't know if I picked the right tool or, is it, or they pick one and then they see a, a YouTube video about why Squarespace is best. And they're like, Oh, maybe I should have went with square. And then they, they kind of get this, uh, they're analyzing and thinking too much. Mm. Sounds to me like you've already, you've invested in Divi. Divi is yeah. a popular WordPress builder. 
yeah. uh, then I would just stick with that and get really good with Divi. And then once you feel you're really like you're an expert at Divi, then you can start to dabble with other tools uh, to expand your 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 skill set. Because sometimes you might have a client that comes to you and says, uh, I want a Shopify site. I was just saying, sometimes you might have a client that comes to you and says, I want a Shopify site, for hmm. my e-commerce store. So then you might want to invest in, in getting good at Shopify. Yeah. But don't, don't differentiate and don't split yourself up too much to the point where you're only kind of good with everything. <laughs> you want to be really good at one thing first then move on to the next. So if you're already invested in Divi with a lifetime yeah. membership, like you said, then I would just get really good at Divi first. Yeah. Thank you. It was very, very clear, like after your session. So we can understand, like, I did not see in this way, like, uh, yes, it makes really sense to me, like how you explain, like, uh, with the domain and uh, with the texture. I also had to start, like, uh, I'm offering too much of services. Like I offer like six to seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what? It's common. It's common. I, I started, I did that at first. I, I started thinking about all the different things I could offer. And your mindset is thinking, well, if I offer more services, I can draw in a wider, I can draw in more clients, a wider uh, range of clients, mm. but it's, it doesn't work like that. Pe people want to hire experts. So They'd rather hire someone that does does one thing really well, than do does six or seven things just okay, you know. Yeah. So they are, and to the point where they'll actually get suspicious if they see someone does six or seven different services, and then some of them don't even fall into the same category. They'll be like, they just know, okay, well this guy's just kind of just trying to get anything he can get, <laughs> you know. Sometimes it can even look desperate, like you're just trying to get any work you can find. So, but I get the, the temptation. I, I, that's the, that's one of the most common mistakes early on, for people is is offering too much, too different, too many different types of services. So, yeah. I would stick with the core web design and graphic design. Mm. Yeah, and then some photography if it fits in naturally. And one more, the last question is about right. price. Always very challenging for me because I'm from India. So when I live in India. I see like so many people offer the website for a very, very cheap price. And uh, also I had this fear, like it's just happening. Like when I'm about to charge the client, then this fear comes up. Like if I charge this price, the client may go to another developer because there are so much people. And how do I stick to like uh, set my price comfortably? And uh, it's always challenging. Yeah, that's a big challenge for people. Um, and it is nerve wracking when you're always sending a quote to people. The, the first thing you have to think is never chase to the bottom. There's always going to be someone that's cheaper than you. Mm. Always. Second thing is cheaper doesn't mean better. If, if your client is, is just focused on cheap, getting the best price, 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 mm. then they're not your ideal client. That's not the kind of client you want to go after. There's nothing wrong with, having a, a budget and someone who's looking for something affordable because that's what I focus on. Those are my, my clients, mm. but there's a difference between affordable and cheap. And mm. some people are just cheap and they're just, they want to go for the lowest price number, the lowest number. And they don't think about what they're actually getting for that. 
So don't mm. try to compete with everyone. Like you said, there's a ton in India that do it for very cheap. Mm. There's probably a bunch in Thailand that do it for really cheap too. Mm. Um, and it'll often happen that it'll often happen in countries where expenses are, are lower, right? Like if, mm. cause like you have an advantage there, you can charge, you can get a client from the United States or Europe where the average rate is way higher. People spend thousands of dollars on websites and that money will go much further in a place like Thailand or India, right? Mm. Um, so you have an advantage in that. So you can offer a, a lower rate, but it really does come down to try to focus on what value you currently have to offer. It's all about value. Mm. You feel like your skills are not expert level. They're mm. you know medium level or moderate. Mm then you adjust your price accordingly so that people's expectations are appropriate. Mm -hmm. So I think your, your price range, you were looking, you know, the six or 700 euros, that's a good start. I don't mm -hmm. think there's anything wrong with that. Cause the other thing you have to remember is you're just starting out. You need to build a portfolio. Mm -hmm. That's, that's just a tough reality. I built my first few sites basically for free just so mm -hmm. I could have uh, something to show clients because they won't want to work with someone that doesn't have evidence of work they've done in the past, a portfolio. Mm -hmm. So you will have to work for cheaper in the beginning. That is just a reality. Everyone has to do it. I did it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it will grow and try to resist the, the temptation to, yeah, to chase for the bottom to kind of just, if, if you give a quote and the client says, Oh, that's too much. Don't, don't just say, okay, I'll do it for, this then that's it screams of desperation and they'll actually uh respect you less they'll actually be less interested even though that you lower the price they'll just be like oh, i don't know if i really trust this guy he seems like he's really desperate for work mm -hmm. whereas if you stick to your number because you know this is the number you're worth mm -hmm. and you clearly articulate and explain why the price is at that rate and what they're getting for it and you just stand your ground as as nerve wracking as that can be. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, you'll, you'll have to be a little flexible with, with they can build up your portfolio. Um, and then as time goes on, you should really look at ways to, to build your monthly income, residual passive income, you know, by offering like website hosting and maintenance services. That's going to make the constant chase for new clients way easier. One day you won't have to do it. You'll be able to just live off of your monthly Passive income. Like the reseller hosting, something like that. Yep. Reseller hosting. That's a popular way to do it. Um, because, yeah, because you're thinking about services that your clients will need. Everyone that has a website made will need to host it. That's just a guarantee. So why send the hosting off to some other giant company like Bluehost hmm. uh, when you could offer that service? Mm. Offer that service, but with a premium spin on it, like a proper maintenance service. So don't just offer hosting. Tell them you're going to do, you know, regular backups. You're going to do um, uh, premium security, like security plugins to keep their site safe from attacks. Uh, regular updates to WordPress and plugins. Mm. Uh, VIP support. Anytime your customer needs, has a problem, they know they can reach out to you one-on-one -on -one instead of, you know, getting a call center and having to wait on hold and, you know, or, or send an email and wait two days for it to get one back, which is what a lot of hosting companies, they're so big, they don't care. Yeah. So little things like that, try to think about 
finding giving value, something your client is going to need mm. and, and how you can provide it. And, uh, I think you must have the experience of uh, reseller hosting because when I search, there are so many options, different providers. Which one would you recommend? Which one at your recommendation to start with the reseller hosting? I was also thinking about that recently. But uh, mm. I don't know, like, uh, there are so many options, Amazon and Droplets and many, many things. I yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton. Um, yeah, I can't, it's not like I can say I've experienced with all of them. I can just talk about what I used. Uh, mm. Early on, I used a company called Big Scoots. Big Scoots. So it's Big uh, Scoots is S-C-O-O-T-S. Um, they're a great company. They offer great support because it really comes down to how fast will these guys respond if you have problems and mm -hmm. they're really good, um, to offer reseller hosting. Another company I discovered recently that I've, uh, started using for myself for certain services. Like by now I have my own server, I, a dedicated server, mm -hmm. um, that I've hired someone to maintain for me cause I don't like doing it stuff, <laughs> but, uh, WPMU dev is a company that kind of offers a all-in-one um, WordPress management platform. Okay. So it basically offers you the ability to kind of maintain all of your clients' websites on a centralized database and oh. keep an eye on everything and see uh, and, and keep up with backups and updates and um, analytics and SEO uh, performance, everything all centralized in one um, dashboard. And I've all, I've just started using it for, for some things and, and, and it looks awesome so far. So I would, uh, recommend checking them out as well. So WPMU dev. So, yeah, uh, that's all the time I have right now. I have to hop on another call out of but yeah, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for this value. It was really helpful for me. I'm going to work on this this week. Really Sweet. Keep me posted. I want to see how your website evolves now. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Stay safe. You too. All right. I'll see you later. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to have a free 30 minute one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me and be the next guest on the podcast, just click the link in the description and submit your info. Keep up the good work.